Welcome back to On The Mic with Dr. Ace, the global mentor coach, and you're listening to Business Basics. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow your business, and I hope y'all are ready for the new year because it's already here right now. And today I have a very special guest. I'm excited to bring him to you. I met him last year on LinkedIn. <laughs> and for those of you who don't believe LinkedIn works, because I didn't believe it worked. I was on there forever, and it didn't work. It does work. <laughs> I promise you, you just have to do it. Once you figure it out, it will work. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a special guest with me. His name is Mr. Brian Majors of Major Prep. And I believe the best way to introduce him is to let him tell you about his journey. So we're going to go ahead and get into today's interview because I feel like to help you all as business people, you need to hear from somebody who's been on a lot of different sides of business, who's making some headway, transitioning in his career, doing some great things, and giving back to the community. So tell us a little bit about your background. Well, first off, it's an honor to be on this podcast. Um, again, you have made the spirit. Your energies are phenomenal. I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Our connection since LinkedIn has been consistent and um, definitely impactful. So I really appreciate that. Then again, to be on your podcast is a huge honor. Um, so thank you for that. I appreciate that <laughs> from you first and foremost. But for you all who don't know who I am, my name is Brian Majors. I'm the owner of a company called Major Preparation where the motto is putting in major work, major results, and that pertains to all parts of life. So we emphasize on teaching leadership principles that empowers preparation to magnify people's success and help them prepare mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually towards their lifelong goals. I'm from Harrisburg, PA. Um, and the last eight years, I've been in my own entrepreneurial journey and we're loving every bit of it. Been through almost every emotion um, possible, but now uh, definitely grew through everything I went through. And now the journey's starting to finally get real good and, and really being able to evolve. Good. So tell us about Major Prep. Why Major Prep? How did how did Major Prep come to life? So for me, um, and what I'm talking about a lot throughout um, my speaking, my mentoring, my, my basketball training, my brain, and even the apparel represents is overcoming adversity. Um, May 9th, 2008 was the worst and best day of my life. Um, I was 21 years old and my father passed away. I'm the youngest of four African-American men who all four of us never ever been incarcerated, but all of us have master's degrees. Um, and being the youngest son, my last words that I received from my father who had a forego heart surgery was, B, I'm gonna be there for you. And at 21 years old, I didn't understand he meant more so spiritually versus physically where I can touch him. Right. But my whole life, he has prepared me for life. He prepared me for overcoming adversity. He prepared me to be able to endure life's journey and life's marathon. And uh, again, May 2008, he didn't pass. He passed away, he didn't make it through his heart surgery. And it became the worst day of my life because I lost my hero. I lost my father. But it was the best day of my life because it helped make me into a man. Wow. I had to use all of the morals, characteristics, and values that he had taught me and my brothers and really implement them into my life. And I was up about 3.14 in the morning one day and thinking about how to make my father proud of me still because my father, he became my why. He became my why I wake up each and every morning. 
um, to make him proud. So I always help you, you have to have a why and why you're getting up and why you're gonna do something impactful to change the world and make sure the world know that you were here. Um, so at that time I was up and confused and thinking about what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life to continue to, 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 continue to make my father proud. And it hit me. My last name is Majors. He prepared me for um, this moment, this piece of adversity that, that I was facing. And it came, major prep. And I said it to myself in the mayor a few times, major prep, major prep. Then I'm like, well, what, what will major prep mean? I said, major work, it was major results. My father always told me, you get out what you put in in, in their life. So the, what you, you, you earn what you work for. So I became major prep, major work, it was major results. I said it about 12 times in the mayor to myself. Major prep, major work, it was major results. And it hit me. Then I'm saying, okay, well, what am I gonna do to make sure the world knows what major prep is and, and knows that it, and how am I gonna create a separation from major prep versus any other basketball trainer, any other um, author, any other entrepreneur, any other clothing line? Then it hit me, I said, major prep, major work, it was major results. The motto is putting the major work, major results, and that pertains to all parts of life. So no matter whatever you're doing, you have to put in the work in order to get the results. You have to prepare mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually to accomplish your lifelong goals. And most importantly, throughout this whole life, throughout your own journey, you have to stay focused, remain humble, and keep working. Wow. It hit me. Wow. And I've been running ever since. I love it. He said so much just now for y'all. I hope y'all paid attention. Y'all got to listen to this like so many times because it just said a lot in just that little bit of time. And while you were talking, I was thinking about a tweet that I saw yesterday. I'm literally sitting here finding it because it's so powerful. A lot of times we want instant results because we live in a microwave society. We want it right now, right now, right now. And when we first met, you were talking about how some of your friends played and they went on to continue to play football and how it looked like they had it, had it all. But now they look at you and they say that you, it's like, oh my God, man, you got it all. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes that we, we, we look at other people and it, you know, we look at what's happening in their life, but we don't realize the seeds that we're planting and how long it takes for them to come to harvest. And one of the tweets I saw yesterday, he said, every seed has a due season. Tomatoes, 80 days. Corn, 68 days. Watermelons, 80 days. Wow. But we're looking, we're so used to, I'm gonna pop this in the microwave and it's gonna work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you, if you think about it, when you put something in the microwave, that plate or whatever might be burning hot, but that food be cold. Or yeah. if it's cold, if it's hot, it don't stay hot long. So you gotta eat it real fast. Now you got indigestion, you got all kinds of issues. Or if you eat slow, you gotta put it right back in the microwave. So I, wanna, I want you to talk to us about how, you know, the time, the process, and you know, how much time it took you to really develop and become this man and, and to put in the work. You talk about major prep, major results, major work, major results. But what does that look like in context of time? Because again, a lot of times people think, oh my God, I'm gonna hit the ground running and it's gonna work immediately. And sometimes it does. Sometimes people strike lightning and hit gold. Other times it's gonna take you 80 days. It's gonna take you 68 days. I mean, like if you want bamboo, it's gonna take you some years to get a, a bamboo tree. So some things are quick. Sometimes some things take some time. Sometimes some things are trial and error, even when you're putting in the work. 
So talk to us about that whole process of major work to get to major results. The biggest, the biggest thing is, um, is consistency. Consistency, consistency, consistency. And a lot of times people will see other people and think that they hit big or hit gold out of nowhere. Research that person's backstory and see how long they were working before they hit gold. That's, that's right. the that's the ticker. Right now, especially on social media, you'll see different people and it looks like they hit gold out of nowhere. But search YouTube from six years ago. Search YouTube from 10 years ago. Search their social media from when they first started and how consistent they have been. And then when it's time, it looks like they hit gold. Right. Eric Thomas is one of the arguably um, top speakers, motivational speakers in our generation, especially African-Americans. But he's going on 50, finally hitting 50 grand right. every time he goes speak. But when he first started, when he was 23 years old, I believe, that wasn't what he was making. But right now, people are just getting tuned on to Eric Thomas or Jay-Z or, or Puff Daddy or, Dame, or anybody you think of right now. They've been doing a lot of work. They've been putting in a lot of work for a long time and been consistent. So right. it just looks like it's a great hit. But everything about life takes time. If you said everything takes time to grow and it takes time to evolve. Right. So what it looks like is consistent. I ask people what comes to mind when you think about major preparation or preparation is consistency. Mm -hmm. Going on eight years in my own company, I've learned a lot. I don't think I took losses because I only believe in wins or, or lessons. So I'm either winning or I'm learning. Losing really is an option for me because you're right. only losing. You're not learning from what you just did. Right. So consistent. I mean, for the last going on three years, every single Monday at 7.36 in the morning, I dropped a motivational Monday on my Instagram page. Every single Monday. Some views get higher, some views get less, but consistency so that when another year or two or even two months from now, the right person sees that major Monday, they're going to see the backstory to it. Yeah. It was going to yeah. look like, boom, he struck gold, but I've been wailing, I've been wailing, I've been punching, I've been jabbing, I've been working, I've been dipping, I've been swimming consistently. Right. So in order to hit big, it takes winning step by step, day by day, and being consistent and pursuing what you ever want to pursue. I love it. And and you, it's a valid point because um, Kev on stage said the same thing when he was talking about, um, you know, his YouTube channel. And he was like, man, I've been putting out content for a long time. And he said, me and my wife, we had a plan. If this didn't work, I was going back to work and I, we, I was going to put all of my energy into supporting her goals. So there was some dreams that she wanted to do. And so they had they agreed that if this don't work within this time frame, then okay let's put this on the back burner you still work it but you know you get a consistent you know whatever whatever and now let me do my stuff but it kicked off in one video and then next thing you know his first videos people went back to watch those and it kicked off and kicked off and kicked off and so you think and that's why i really wanted to bring that out because we think that everybody's striking gold on the first time around and the truth is no. In the age of social media, people want to be big, and, and, and it is huge right now. 
but it is consistency. It is work. I, I found it myself. I've got people who are reposting stuff that I literally wrote that I posted in 2014. And I'll get a notification like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you look at it, and like you said, some videos get high, you know, high views and some barely anything, but it's consistency, like you said, and it's in there. You, you've got a catalog of, of, of results that show that I've been consistent and you just now catching up to me, but yeah. I've, I've been hot on the street. You know what I mean? It's like, I've been hot, but you just catching up to the hotness, you know? Exactly. So, it's, it's a world of people here who have, who have no clue, yep. but it's, it's about the consistency and your patience. Right. Like, this is all God's time. Yes. This is God's time. It ain't your time. This is God's time. I love that. And that's true. He's always going to test your faith, test your will, test your determination, test your courage. And he's going to keep giving you tests each and every day to test you and see if you're even ready to strike gold. Because if you aren't who you need to be for it, you will drown. I would say that you guys probably heard, you've heard me say that before. Listen, if you are not ready for what you're, you're building, you will drown and it will absolutely not be anything that you enjoy. And then next thing you know, this is how people burn out. This is this is how you see a lot of that stuff happening because they aren't who they need to be. They're not ready for it. So you jump in. It's like throwing a kid into six or eight feet of water and say swim or die. Yeah. Think, think about how many celebrities or artists or A-list people are having mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Because they're not ready for it. And especially when they start young, it's, I'd rather be to, to a peak 10 years from now where I can go through every emotion. I can go through learning. I can go through how it feels having a hundred grand, 500 grand, a million dollars. I'd rather go through all the steps so that by the time 50 million comes, a hundred million comes, I can handle it handle it at a point where I'm not losing my integrity. Right. I'm not going far too far fetched. I'm not going to go buy 20 cars and three homes and four in, in three different states. I'm yeah. going to be able to continue to keep my, my morals, my values, my mission intact right. by just evolving bit by bit. Bit by bit, yeah. I think it, that, you know, when you, when, you, when you follow a process of development, mm-hmm. you know, you get a strong foundation. And it's that foundation that matters. And I've said this earlier, um, you know, a lot of times we see people just kick off and they're doing a whole lot of stuff, but they don't have a foundation. So when something happens, it's gone. Everything they built is gone because they had no foundation. And so a lot of times, you know, with plants, the stronger the root system, the stronger that plant. You know, that's why you got trees that live to be hundreds and hundreds of years old because those roots are going deep in. And so they're not, when the wind comes, they're not swaying. It look like they gonna fall. Listen, I live in Florida and people wonder why, how trees can still stand in a hurricane. Root systems are deep and they're built for that climate. That's the other thing. Are you built for the climate that you're in? Whatever industry that you're entering, are you built for it? I designed, jewelry and i can tell you right now when i first started i was just like i'm not built for that industry because i ain't got time for this right here and this right here and this right here and this right here and i don't want to be bothered with that i knew who i was when i first started doing it i was just like i don't want to be bothered with that 
because I can tell you right now, I'm gonna shut that down, that down, that that don't agree with me. I don't agree with that. And so, and I'm like, I'm not gonna enter anything that's gonna cause me to compromise. I'll just make beautiful stuff for myself and be happy. You know, but now I can, now I can be like, okay, I'm in my own lane. You don't like it. Okay, no problem. It's going to be for who it's going to be. So you have to develop your character, your person and know where you're going. When it comes to coaching, this is it. I don't accept everybody. Why? Because I know that my, my style may not fit that person. The other thing is if you're not coachable, I'm not gonna just take your money like some people will, cause I got to be able to sleep at night. And I realize that some people can't and won't. So there's different factors that come in too. And like you said, there are, you look at the Tracy Ellis Ross and she made it this far Why? She had a solid foundation. Look at her mother, look at the foundation. You have some child stars who walk away because they need that balance and then they come back and you hear their stories and you say, well, where have you been? I wanted to be a real kid. I wanted to have friends. I needed balance and now they're back and they're ready for it because they felt overwhelmed and they made a decision even as a child that this ain't for me. You look at it ain't things. It ain't stuff. Trust me. It's not easy or for the level of success a lot of people say they want to reach isn't something that's like easy manageable to do like mm-hmm. everyday life right now when you're not as successful as you want to be you can manage a lot right and be way happier than that if you're not prepared for that type of level of success right. success isn't something that everybody obtains because mentally it's hard to grasp it's hard to understand and harsh yeah. to be able to adapt and live a successful life in success and continue to be successful throughout your entire life. I agree. And have a a healthy mind, healthy soul, healthy body. Wow, that's too early. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's too early. Yeah, I agree. It's okay. It's okay. I I believe wholeheartedly in the process. Go through the process. Take your time. Evolve bit by bit. Take your time. Grow. Progress. And right. your story and your longevity of success is going to be longer than people who have that short-term gratification or or that early success right. and are not able to capitalize. Right. Earlier, you talked about you know a lot of the emotions and things that you felt you know in business and transitioning and things in life. Tell us a little. Talk to us a little bit about that. You know how. What are some of those feelings and emotions that you felt, and how do you overcome them, especially in the face of you know when you're putting in that work. And it seems like everybody else around you is, are thriving and you're being consistent or, you know, it seems like they got everything and and now the tables are turned. Like you have so many, you know, when it comes to being in business and success, it's a roller coaster ride. So what are some of those feelings that you experience on that roller coaster ride and how do you, how do you address them? How do you manage and handle those emotions? Um, and, and possibly if you turn them into a positive in a way that you can use it, um, how do you do that? So, for me, <laughs> I found my obsession early. Mm, that's good. So, when you find something that you can become obsessed about, you'll go through fear. You'll, your, your faith will be questioned. Your integrity will be questioned. Your respect, your responsibility, your character, your values, your morals, your mission will all be question 
but if you have a solid foundation as we talked this you just, we just talked about and it's a solid one and it's it's a, it's a true one once your obsession meets your foundation like you really won't waver. You'll be able to endure every emotion of fear, of of of, of pain, of sacrifice, of of the long nights, the, the early morning, the blood, sweat, and tears you put into pursuing your obsession, pursuing your goals and your dreams. Right. But that obsession is what's going to help you overcome everything. Like I am really obsessed about impacting this world. That's good. I'm obsessed about making a better perspective and outlook on this next generation and generations that have come 20 years after me. I'm obsessed about being the provider, provide generational wealth for my own family. I'm, I'm obsessed about wanting to make my mom smile face on her face brighter and brighter every day. I'm obsessed about wanting to show people that you can do things and even do anything you put your mind to because I'm, I'm doing it. I am obsessed about making such of an impact right. and not worried about making as much money because the money's going to come. It sure is. So I'm obsessed about making an impact, right? And allowing the money to fun to win because I mean, money is a de is definitely is definitely essential to have. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you, when your when your mind and your mission is on impact, money is going to flow to you a hundred times more. Absolutely. That's you why I think people. that we we bonded on. And when we first started talking, that was. That was one of the things, everything he just said about making an impact and, and the next generation and that being like it for you and not not money being the foundation of why you do what you do. That's kind of one of the things that we bonded on instantly because it was so much energy, synergy and overlap. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I loved his whole major work, major results, you know, and and it's just, I'm like, yeah, that's true. You put in the work, you don't get results. Because if you don't put in the work, you ain't get nothing out of it. You know what I mean? And so a, a big part of a, of a person or a business's success is the work they put into their vision, their dream, their passion, their goals, you know, like you said, your obsession. And so when they put it in there, you know, <clears throat> they see it, but even we all get burnt out. We all get tired. Sometimes it's kind of like, okay, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be showing up to today. You know, it's just like, okay, I'm doing so much. So other than obsession for you, what is the fuel that drives you to continue to put in that work? It's, it's, it was for me, it was my, 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 making my father proud, my why. My making my father proud, making my mother proud. And most importantly, I believe we have a due diligence to God to return his investment in us. Like God gave it all up for us. Our, our families, our people, there are people who believe in us and invest a lot of a lot in adults as we were growing up. Right. They invest a lot of time, money, energy, um, sacrifice into us. And if all else fails, we have a duty to return their investment in us. Yeah. And yeah. for me, it's a lot of people who are invested in me. Even if it was few people investing, you have to return an investment. Yeah. That's stewardship. To me, I, th I find that as that's a, it's stewardship. It's, and I say this all the time, stewardship is a way of life. And so it is, it's a way to see, you know, if God can trust you with the little things. But if you're not responsible with the little things in your business, if you're not responsible and being a good steward over the little things in your business, you're not, that's a sure sign that you're not ready for the big. Right. Because you, you got to have a foundation to go to handle on it. And so if, if it's not in you, to do it now, when you're small, it's not gonna be in you to do it then when you're big. Yeah. If you achieve 
big because what you do now really speaks to how you get to where you go yep. if you ever get there at all. And yep. you guys have heard me talk about why and always keeping your why. I got a whiteboard right here with my why on it because sometimes things get overwhelmed. It's like, oh my God, I got my why. I got everything broken down on what I'm supposed to be doing. Why? Because so much comes to you and it's like, I'm, I'm very visionary. So for visionary leaders, vision never stops. But that can be a barrier to execution because now I got a vision for something that I'm not supposed to be executing right now, but I feel like I got to capture it. So I have a whole parking lot list of vision because I got to keep it going. But I line that vision up with my why. Does this line up with my why? Why I wake up and get out of my bed every day to do what I do? If it doesn't, that's, that may not be a vision for me because sometimes I get vision for other people. I get vision for my clients and I and I write it down and I'm like, oh, this was for you. Okay, so, check um, that I, off, I, you know? <laughs> I have a funny a funny story about, um, again, morals, values, and characteristics. When I was young, my father always asked my brothers and all of my friends, like the questions, what are the parts of speech? Uh, how many letters in the alphabet, the Lord's prayer, the plants on the earth? Some four basic questions that you should always know. So he quizzed every one of my friends in those things before they could like really like come over and hang. Like those are the basics that you had to understand because he always told us that once you have a smart mind, a strong mind, had you have education, that's something that there's nobody can ever take away from you. They can take right. away your cars, your money, your man, your wife, whatever. But once you have a mind that's right. strong and solid, you'll always be able to prevail. That's good. So um, there's 26 letters in the alphabet, 13 is halfway through. And what I started to take from that was I have a list of 26 reasons why I have to get up. Wow. wow. So if I'm, I'm feeling, I, and I have on my phone. So one of the first things these days I can look at my phone is I wake up, my alarm goes, I see my whys. Wow, so that's good. At some point you have, you have to get up, feet on the ground and get busy. Yeah. Some people yeah. too often, and I'm talking about um, how outside of obsession, between obsession and my whys is why I, I go. And like, that's why, like I have a yeah. duty. Our rest in peace to Kobe. We never know what our last day is going to be. We never know. So if today's your last day, how would the world remember you? What kind of work did you put in? How would you? What What would people say about the work ethic you have? What would they say about your integrity? What would they say about your character? What would they say about your mission, your values, your world? What would they say about you if today's your last day? Right. What kind of legacy would you leave to people if today was your last day? Yeah. Yeah. We get so. Okay, we get so complacent with tomorrow, next month, three weeks, with, with even, even the smallest things. But what if tomorrow doesn't come? That's right, I agree. So I take it as you prepare for the future, but you live for the now. Oh, that's, and that's good. That's what I made to prep. I prepare to become a millionaire. Right. But today, if I can't focus on making $200 a day and making a 60 grand for the year, I, I can't do the small thing. The bigger things will never come. Right. I can't right. write the things to do list each and every day and be able to cross those things off. I won't be able to see how productive I was throughout a week, a month, my three, six months, nine, 12 months. I won't be able to see that. Or also what that that's another secret I have. I write down my things to do list every single day. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm the end. Of, I have like composition books. So now to the point, I have about four of them. The last four years I've been doing it, and I can think about. I don't have to worry about what somebody else is doing. I can see how far I came myself. Yes, absolutely. I love that you're that your time is now, but I see my time's coming because of the work I've been putting in. There you I've go. Damn, I know my time is coming. Right. Right. That's another phenomenal um, uh, takeaway. Like I know yeah. some people hear interviews or podcasts, they have about three to five takeaways. I hope this obsession, I hope why, I hope your things to do to to be able to visualize and see your own productivity is one of your takeaways as you watch or hear this video, your session, your why, your things to do, because that thing to do list helps you see how far you came. It shows your evolution. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you look back and see how far you came. Yeah, yeah. Self-reflection is is huge in uh, in your business. And it's something that I tell people all the time. Listen, you ought to be looking at your books. You ought to be looking at your processes. You ought to be looking at your team. You got to look at everything. And you should be regularly evaluating it. it, it what's working, what's not working. And, and, and be diligent to, and be flexible. Um, so we're going to round it out. I want you to talk about the speaking tour that you're on this year. Tell oh. us about that and how your speaking tour is going to help your audience, who you're looking for, who's it going to impact, what's it all about. Tell us about your speaking tour. So I wrote a book called Training for Triumph. Um, a little quick backstory before we go into the tour. I was challenged about three years ago to write a book. Um, when my creative director told me I wasn't being productive anymore, um, at this point, I thought I was. I thought I was on my game. And she challenged me to write a book. I was not an author. I didn't think I was an author. Right. She gave me 90 days to write a book. Wow. And it's doable. I, I, accepted, <laughs> I accepted the challenge. But as, a, as an athlete, as a competitor, I never liked when people challenged me and, and tried to set limits or expectations on my life. If somebody does that for me, I'm going to over exceed abundantly right. what you say I can do in this amount of time. Right. So 30 days to a T. Wow. 30 days at 3.17 in the morning, 3.16, 17 in the morning, I emailed her 150, 75 pages, single space of a Microsoft Word document. It would ended up becoming 150 pages of a, of a book called Training for Triumph. Wow. She called me about 7.19 and said, B, what did you just send me? I said, I sent you what you told me I could do in 90 days and 30 days and hung up on her, like on purpose. And she like called me back a few minutes later and I'm like trying to hold back my laugh. She's like, yo, stop playing with me. No, read it, give me a call back later, we'll talk about it. Right. And from there, the book is now at um, 1,263 unit sales. Um, so right now, a little over a year. And the book tour right now, we already have about seven dates booked. We're targeting middle school and high schoolers. So you have to think about, have you ever wondered how much further along you or anybody listening or watching this video would be if you had a book that helped align your whole future? Right. Step-by-step process about what you want to be when you grow up. Have you ever wondered how many people you can ask right now in sixth to 12th grade, what do you want to be or do when you grow up and they have no clue? How many? So this book tour and this book helps every student, I promise you, 
relate to this book, but this book most importantly is a write-in book. So it's a... Oh, so it's a workbook too. So you got like, it's a workbook as well. See, look at, listen. Workbook where... You ain't get no easier than that. You ain't even got to get no separate notebook. It's in the, you can do the work in the book. In the book. For those of you book. who don't believe in writing in books, he just told you to write in the book. It's there. Write in the whole book. And I promise you this will align any 6th to 12th grade whole entire future. I mean, I have so many testimonials right now about people who read the book and how it's already changing their lives. And wow. some of them are businesses younger. So imagine if you're in eighth grade and you started your, your t-shirt business or you started a candy business or now you're 37, now you got franchises up. There you go. And this book will, I promise, by the time a child is done reading this book, they'll understand where they want to go. That's so good. as I do the tour, I go and we'll do an hour workshop with the school with a certain amount of selected kids, students as well. Um, so that's the first time around. That's about an hour, hour and 15 minute workshop. And then through two to three weeks later, they have a time limit to read the book, answer all the questions, and send in a two to three, two to three page book report about the book. Good. At this time of their deadline, all the inserts, especially like a lot of local schools, I'll go back to the school, but there's some schools I'm, I'm applying into where as long as the students have their report emailed in, they'll be entered into a raffle. So the rap school allows the students to win a $100 bill, $100 gift card bill. They win $100. They win a pair of major prep sneakers, major prep hoodie, or a major prep t-shirt. Wow. But if all else fails, the student gets to have their entire life aligned up. And for the parent, for the teacher, you can go back and see what Johnny says he wants to do or be, or Allison wants to do or be, and align their opportunities and their experiences with what they say they want to do or be. I love it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, y'all, that's it. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, do you have any other parting words that you want to share with the people before we close out? Because uh, that was all amazing. I don't know what else to <laughs> say. Go ahead out yeah, with your bad self. Um, yeah, I, I know there was a lot going on today. I don't want to take up too much time, but I really appreciate it. But again, if, if, if people can take away something from this 30 minute um, segment here, take away that, create, find your obsession. Create 26 whys, you have to get up and better yourself and evolve. And lastly, create that book, get that, get that personal book that you create your things to do list each and every day. Even if it's, some days might have more things than others, but okay. something each and every day you have to do something. So by the end of that, a month, Three months, six, nine months, twelve months. You can see a, you can see your own personal evolution. Yeah. And last but not least, you can find me at www.majorpreparation.com. M A J O R P R E P A R A T I O N for apparel, for a basketball training, and most importantly for this book tour. I promise you, if you're a mother, your child needs to read this book. If you're an educator, your students need to read this book. If you're a student, you need to read this book. I promise you this book is going to enhance your perspective. I promise you this book is going to help you evolve. And if you if this book does not help you evolve, I guarantee your money back. But most importantly, have me come and bring this high impact, high energy workshop book tour to your school, to your program, and let's together 
make a massive impact on the generation to come. That's amazing. Well, thanks for listening. You've been on the Michael Dr. Race Global Mentor Coach. If you Thank like this you so podcast, much. I want you all, first of all, go check out Brian Majors. He is online. Go check him out for yourself. That's all I can say. But y'all ought to know me by now to know that I ain't just having no anybody on this show. Right. <laughs> so, but I thank you guys for tuning in. This is a special podcast. Um, but when he and I connected and talked, and I really started thinking about a lot of our overlap, and I was just like, it would be great to have him come on and just kind of share with people, especially on the in the business community, you know, some major tips of how he's getting some results, but he's putting in the work and what that looks like. So he gave y'all a whole lot, a whole lot. lot, and I don't know what else to tell you. But I really sincerely appreciate y'all's support. Thank you so much, Brian, for coming out with me today. Y'all, there's some topics that you would like me to cover if you need a business coach. Email me at info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, thanks for tuning in with me, Dr. Race, the Global Mentor Coach. Remember to spread lots of love and light. Until next time, I'll see y'all later.